We're talking about what some experts call a mental health crisis. In the years since that attack, in some of America's largest cities, hate crimes. What's wrong with a good stereotype? The modern minority men that suggest all Asians are well off and don't need Part of that immigrant experience is maybe not. When most people talk about mental health, they tend to address how it affects humanity as a whole, and not how it might affect certain demographics differently. But compared to other backgrounds, Asian Americans are least likely to receive mental health treatment. Only 28.8% of Asian adults with a mental illness received treatment in 2020. A lot of times. I've seen、um, me and my friends kind of put mental health on the back burner for a while,、um, especially in high school. A lot of my friends were just like, "We're we're grinding. Nothing else matters. We have to get into this good school. We have to get good grades.、Uh, we have to do all these extracurriculars, and then we can finally rest when it's summer, or when we go to college, or when we graduate." And so. The mental health aspect is just kind of pushed off to the side until it's convenient, and a lot of times, when it's convenient, it's too late. Welcome to UOKUVA, a student-produced podcast about mental health and well-being at UVA. I'm your host, Paul Lee, and on this episode, I'll be talking to Asian American students at UVA about their struggles with mental health and social belonging. My hope is that sharing these stories will open up a space for conversation about mental health within the Asian American student population at UVA. As Asian Americans, our stories are often not told. Maybe this has to do with the myth that Asian Americans are the model minority, that they are some perfect group. On the surface, this sounds nice, but it might be the reason why Asian Americans are often overlooked, as they don't "quote unquote" cause any issues. But history and statistics show not only that this isn't true, but that this view may be an underlying cause of stress in Asian Americans. Various studies have shown how many factors affect the mental health of Asian Americans. Most often, it starts with stress. Stress is something we all experience, whether it's from our school or our job. It's something we all deal with. While stress doesn't always look the same for everyone, we notice some common factors among Asian American students here at UVA. And I would say it comes part partly from like bringing up、um, of Asian American students. Like there's like a stigma against getting mental health help. And like the idea of balancing your mental health,、um, from like an upbringing aspect, where I kind of like I feel like a lot of Asian kids can relate to the fact that when they were brought up, a lot of like like high like all their grades, work assignments were heavily stressed upon getting like perfect grades, getting A's,、um, and not really balancing it with like social life or doing activities that like help relieve mental stress, like help、um, help relieve mental health. I would still say that、um, the way that I was raised,、um, academic pressure is、um, like present and relevant, and、um, like what really caused me a lot of anxiety in my first year was that I was doing、um, a show, this musical for a club, 
and um, I was really getting into it, but I was scared that one of my grades wouldn't turn out to be an A, and I think that that is like something that a lot of UVA students deal with, but probably um, especially people of color. I think I definitely put a lot of the stress onto myself because like even though like obviously like with Asian parents like they definitely you know are a lot stricter on you in terms of like your grades and stuff like I just want to succeed and I want to do good and like get a successful job and stuff like that um so I feel like there's not really anyone around me that's like causing me to be stressed I think it's definitely just like me and like wanting to be the best and like I think just like having had these expectations like in high school and stuff like I feel like you can't really get rid of that like once you're an overachiever I feel like you're mm. always gonna have that like overachiever personality like one way or another. We just heard from UVA students Jazz, Helen, and Hannah sharing their experiences and sources of stress. A common theme was how academics and related pressure from parents whether past or present are common causes of stress to students within Asian American households. Yale Law professor Amy Chua touches on this idea in her book, Battle Hymn of the Tiger Mother, where she writes, In one study of 50 Western American mothers and 48 Chinese immigrant mothers, almost 70% of the Western mothers said either that stressing academic success is not good for children, or that parents need to foster the idea that learning is fun. By contrast, roughly 0% of the Chinese mothers felt the same way. Instead, the vast majority of the Chinese mothers said that they believe their children can be quote-unquote the best students, that academic achievement reflects successful parenting, and that if children did not excel at school, then there was a problem and parents were not doing their job. In an academically rigorous environment like UVA's, a dedication to school is basically second nature for some Asian Americans. We are pushed from a young age to pursue academic success. I remember being in Kumon, a tutoring slash education company where I was learning Algebra 1 in 6th grade. After that experience and the rigor it required, I felt pressured to approach all my academics in the same way. Maybe that's why I didn't feel the shock of academic rigor as much when I came to UVA. I was already so in tune with it. So we see Asian American students tend to get stressed because of academics and their parents, but who do they go to with this stress? Being able to talk about mental health is something that has become more common over the last decade, yet people still struggle with having this conversation with their family, especially Asian Americans. Constance Wu speaks on this in an interview on the show The View. Even talking about your feelings, there's an entire episode of Fresh Off the Boat mm. where we talk about how Asians don't like Families don't like saying I love you to each other. Mm -hmm. Something as innocuous mm -hmm. as saying I love you is too vulnerable and touchy-feely. And I think we need to open up those conversations and talk about mental health. Thinking about this, I'm transported back to middle school when I first heard about my sister struggling with anxiety. At the time, I knew what anxiety and panic attacks were, but within the family, we never really talked about mental health, so I silently worried from the side. Now, many years later, I think about how I have finally opened up the conversation to my sister who still struggles with anxiety. I have finally suggested therapy and asked her to share her anxiety with me. 
If only the culture surrounding mental health was different, I might have been able to do this for my sister much earlier. Many of the students I talked with emphasized how difficult it is to approach mental health issues within Asian American families. For instance, this is what Megan Van Ruffelgem, who you heard speaking at the beginning of the episode, had to say. My mom, she felt like mental illness wasn't really a real thing and like hard work could just be anything. So, and, and when we finally kind of convinced her like, Hey, you might have ADHD, like mental illness is a thing. Like these are struggles that you face. It was kind of like, she took that and ran with it and was like, okay, well, if I have mental illness and I still graduated from college and I overcame all of my struggles, then why can't you? Um, And it was like a very volatile and like, um, like a negative motivator that she used to like kind of try to like encourage us. Um, So I think just that relationship with mental health um, being so prevalent in my family was definitely not a good thing. Um, also, I think she was raised like that talking about your feelings isn't like really a necessity. So why are Asian Americans so reluctant to discuss mental health? One of the big reasons seems to be the social stigma and shame involved. According to the National Alliance for Mental Illness, Asian Americans are more likely to report that they didn't receive mental health treatment because of negative opinions from those around them, often resulting in shame. Many Asian American families, especially first-generation immigrants, deny mental health needs because of cultural stigma towards mental illness. Due to a desire to protect the family's reputation, many people don't seek help until it's too late. struggling with mental health, people often seek support from friends. This is especially true for those who feel like they can't go to their families for help. Yet some people have a hard time finding people to relate with at UVA. The Asian population is only 16% of its total student population. While unintentional, some students may feel othered or like they don't belong when looking to join clubs or CIOs at UVA. Our fourth year here at UVA reflects upon her experience of being a minority within a religious group here at UVA. I think um, when I was a first year, something that was important to me when I was first year was finding a a Christian community to be a part of. Um, And so I tried both Grace Christian Fellowship and Chi Alpha, but I think I chose uh, Grace Christian Fellowship mainly because I felt like I could not culturally relate to my group at Chi Alpha. Um, again, super nice, super good people, but I think like the ways that they could connect in terms of like culture or humor or background, um, I just, I could not relate. And yeah, I remember one time there was someone from my I was like talking to someone from my group and we were like listening to music or something and she was like 
yeah, she's just talking about how she wished she was a housewife in, in the 50s, just like cleaning the house, like waiting for her husband to come back home. And it was in that moment when I was like, man, I don't belong here. <laughs> I don't relate at all. Because I'm pretty sure the people around me were like, that's so relatable. But I was like, that's that's not relatable. Because if it were in the 50s, I wouldn't survive in America. So, yeah. And it was just things like that. It was a little bit hard to leave. So I chose to leave. As a half Asian and half white student, Megan shares a unique statement as she reflected upon her time at UVA. I think it still is like really difficult for me to like feel comfortable like outside of people who don't have like shared cultural experiences as me. Um, Something that like, I felt uncomfortable by like is just like if I hang out okay like if I go to a frat I just kind of don't understand the culture and I feel really out of place in circumstances like that and uh times when I've tried to go I feel like just every conversation is super monotonous and boring and like it's always like they someone will come up to me and ask what sorority I'm in I'll be like I'm not in one and then usually the conversation kind of screeches to a halt um So it's just like, yeah, I like definitely can get away with like going to like tailgates and like frats and stuff. And like, it looks like I'm in place, but I I generally don't feel the most comfortable. I think that it's difficult for a university as a whole to like make people feel inclusive, um, to like make people feel included, like it's the people who make people feel included. Like, it doesn't really matter what the message of the university is saying so much as, like, if professors and, like, the people and the your peers are, like, making you feel like you're one of them. We've just heard how Asian Americans can feel isolated or lonely at predominantly white institutions like UVA. Asian students have had to carve out their own spaces where they feel comfortable and have a sense of belonging. Culturally focused clubs slash CIOs are not exclusive to students of that particular background. Additionally, they can give more exposure and highlight the experiences of that particular cultural group in a way that can't really be learned in the classroom. Here is Megan again, commenting on how her experiences at the Vietnamese Student Association shaped her time here at UVA. But like there's, I feel like it's different from having friends versus having like a community that you feel like you can rely on. And I feel like I definitely found my community within um, VSA, Vietnamese Student Association. Um, And it was around my second year, second semester when I found like that group that I felt like I could actually be myself and I can like wholeheartedly enjoy um, hanging out with them, like doing basically anything. Um, And like, I think the year and a half leading up to trying to find that group that I like really resonated with um, is like pretty difficult maneuvering college, but like still like still manageable. I think once I found like my people, it was so much easier and I like felt like a weight had been lifted. 
so like there was times where I just needed support and like I would go to a VSA event and I would see like so many people there and know so many of them and I would feel like wow I have such a wide network of people that I could reach out to if I ever needed help. Jazz also speaks positively about their experience at the Sikh Student Association. When I joined here, um, the president of the Sikh Student Association, which is a religious uh, club at UVA, um, the president of that club was one of my sister's friends through high school. So she had reached out to me, um, just asking to come by my, like their interest meetings. And uh, I was pretty active in that in the beginning of first semester. I met a few friends that I still talk to today. I didn't join the Indian Student Association. Um, uh, I would say partly because my like high school and neighborhood in Northern Virginia was majority um, from different parts of India. So like mm -hmm. I wanted to like reach out and find more like, like joining the SSA was more impactful for me because there were less Punjabi and Sikh students in my area. Mm -hmm. So I dedicated more of my time to like getting to know that group of uh, students at UVA. As we can hear, these culturally focused groups offer places where Asian American students can find a place of understanding and acceptance. I too share in this experience, as it is often easier for me to feel accepted in a place where I can make jokes in Korean or share some kimchi jjigae without having to worry about the smell. It is often these small things that amount to how comfortable and accepted people feel. No matter how healthy you are physically and mentally, you can always do more to improve. Megan's comment is a powerful one to leave you with. Not only can you continue to improve yourself, but you can also help improve the health of those around you. Share your experiences and struggles with others. The Asian American stories that often go overlooked and ignored need to be shared. By being open about these stories, we can bring together our communities and offer up spaces for understanding across differences in culture and customs. By sharing more, we can work towards equally addressing the mental health needs of all students at UVA. This podcast was produced by Paul Lee, Raymond Wen, Bryson Taylor, and Ayush Patel as a part of a collaborative project for Professor Steph Sarasso's Writing with Sound class at UVA. A full list of audio and textual sources used in the production of this podcast can be found in the transcript associated with this episode. Thanks for listening.